In episode 37 of Created to Thrive podcast, my husband Fred and I are going to talk about the Holy Spirit. With Pentecost coming up here, uh, we want to just really open up a conversation and talk about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. What does that look like in our day-to-day lives and help you grow in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit so you can be and have all that God created for you. So grab a notebook and pen, and I pray that you have an open heart. A lot of times we have not been taught on the Holy Spirit, and that was our situation for many years as Christians. We did not even know who the Holy Spirit was or his ministry or how to even partner with him and acknowledge him. So we want to help you grow today, and we'll probably throw some things out there that might go, whoa, I've never heard this before, or I don't know if I believe this. So we're going to have scriptures for you, specifically John chapter 16, uh, and then uh, Acts 1. So grab a Bible too. Come along for this journey. And if you have any questions, please reach out to me and email me because I want to help you thrive in all aspects of life. Here we go. Welcome to Created to Thrive. I'm your host, Lori Snyder. If you desire a deeper connection with God, want to know your value and purpose, then you, my friend, are in the right place. I will teach God's word in a simple and practical way to equip and empower you to become who he created you to be because you were created to thrive. Well, friends, I'm excited today to have my husband, Fred, here with me to talk about the Holy Spirit. And Fred, I know this is something that is near and dear to your heart as well. So why don't you share what we're going to talk about and what's on your heart? Well, um, Pentecost is actually coming up here in June. June 5, I believe, is Pentecost Sunday. And um, it's just, it's a time when the, the church really focuses on really acknowledging the Holy Spirit and what happened um, post-resurrection with Jesus after he left, he 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 commanded the disciples to 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 wait, to to wait for the for the gift, the whole the Holy Spirit to come. Um, if you actually read Scripture in Acts uh, one through four, Jesus basically is telling his disciples, "Go wait, because he's going to come upon you, and give you power to be a witness and to mm-hmm. do great things." Quite frankly, so. You know, obviously, we, as a as a Christian, as the Christian Church, we celebrate Pentecost. You know, once a year, uh, but I think it's important that we through this through this podcast today really teach about what's that like to carry that through through the entire year, and not only just from a from a calendar and time perspective, but really how to partner and to to hear the the, the Holy Spirit and allow Him to work in your life. And and I use that word not lightly. Allow right. Because you know, a lot of times it's just out of sight, out of mind, non recognized, and 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 so forth. So I really want to talk about about how you go through the daily life in communion with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and what really what that looks like. So to me, it's the Pentecost coming up on June five is absolutely wonderful because it really just kind of opens the door and opens the hearts of people to actually really get to take an opportunity to understand. Um, the Holy Spirit's role in 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 our lives and in how He grows the kingdom through us. Yeah, and it's the present ministry of the Holy Spirit. And I know for us, we didn't know for many years of our Christian walk who the Holy Spirit was. We would sing about Him in a doxology, but we we you know we'd say in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but we had no clue who the Holy Spirit 
even was, and who resided in us and the power that was available to us. And so we want to help people grow because these are things that significantly made a difference in our life. And once we share this with people, it then is a game changer. You know, I always say that we lived one way and then we lived another. Once we understood the ministry of the Holy Spirit, the power to be a witness, not just to go witnessing, but to be a witness and to be the ambassador of God here on the earth for people. Well, I think that's a, a, <clears throat> a very good point in, you know, the power to become a witness. And you have to ask yourself, what is a witness? A witness is actually either saw something, heard something, um, experienced something. Let's say if you're called into a court of law and you actually be put on the stand as a witness, they, there's a reason why they would call you, right? Because you've experienced something. Right. You saw something, heard something, read something. So there's obviously an experience but that's what a witness is. And unfortunately, uh, all too all too often, many of us don't have that experience with the Holy Spirit to actually be a witness. Yeah. And that makes things very troubling. But the other point I would really like to make, Lori, is, you know, the Holy Spirit gives you the power to be a witness for Christ, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, probably uh, what I would say is under-realized or under-taught under, um, under or uh, experienced is... Just as when you, when you walk with him and knowledge with him and you hear from him and you and you you know it opens up all things mm -hmm. in in your life difficult yeah. situations um, you know you want to get an understanding about a, uh, a a difficult situation and the Holy Spirit can lead you because he says he leads you into how much truth all truth all truth so all truth in your life um, truth about finances truth about decisions truth about parenting. Truth about finances, truth about career choices. Marriage. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's been a huge, huge, we've been a huge beneficiary of the Holy Spirit in our lives in our marriage. Right, but it was a surrender process. Yeah, I mean, going back in our life, speaking on marriage again, you know, we were crashing and burning and we had no idea who the Holy Spirit was. Right. You know, we didn't acknowledge him. We didn't know what his ministry was. It was holy who? <laughs> Yeah, be, yeah, holy was the last thing in our life that we were actually thinking about. <laughs> well, we didn't know who. It's like having a guest in your house, and you don't even acknowledge the guest. You don't even recognize that they're yeah, even there. Yeah, we really sometimes don't even realize that he's not just. He's more than a guest. Yeah. He's he's the spirit of our Father. He's, he's a the resident. spirit of Jesus. He's one with them. You know, it says in Scripture that the God God gave has given everything over to Jesus, and Jesus declares what is his through the Holy Spirit to us. And it's and it's when you start reading it and studying that, and so wait a minute, if you read read that in John, so what you're telling me, Lord, is that I have you have God has given to you all things and you're actually giving all things through, to me through the Holy Spirit and you're speaking to me through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And you know, I just think that's a big part of people's lives that they just don't miss and they wonder why they struggle with so many things is because they don't acknowledge his ministry. They don't acknowledge his partnership. They don't really acknowledge that the Holy Spirit, you're part of the Holy Spirit's family. Right. And, and I think what's great about Pentecost coming up is, you know, we get the chance to revisit that in our minds and renew our minds to the truth that the Holy Spirit has an incredible loving ministry from the Father and Son to, to, to declare that to us and to give that to us. To help us, not just become do the 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 good works in 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 the kingdom for to build his kingdom, but everyday life situations he wants to 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 flourish in and 
And, you know, I, I think he's just sitting there jumping up and down sometimes saying, hey, listen to me because I have an answer for you. Right. But because we don't know his ministry and we don't sometimes believe that he's really willing to get into the detail of the small things in our life. Right that we just move on and, 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 and don't consult him and talk with him. And yeah. I, and I really want to bring that to speak, bring that to attention today that, you know, the Holy Spirit just loves you so much. He's into every detail of your life and he's willing to coach you through it all. Yeah. Well, and I think we need to talk about, you know, here's the thing in one podcast, we are not going to sum up the Holy Spirit, <laughs> just like in a marriage, one date doesn't help us get to know each other. And so it's a process of growing and knowing. And we talked about in our last podcast about, um, you know, one of the scriptures that came alive to me, which is 2 Corinthians 13, 14. And it's the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the Father, and the fellowship or the communion of the Holy Spirit, our common union. That word is, um, fellowship is, is koinonia, that such close, intimate uh, relationship. So that's where we want to talk about today. But again, we are just going to scratch the surface of the Holy Spirit, but we want to help people grow in that knowing and partnering with God and acknowledging His power within us. Yeah, well, that power is a very, the dunamis power that you talk about, which is the Greek word for almost a divine power, extreme, uh, amazing power to do wonder, to great and mighty things, correct? Right. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but the, the what the word means, but let's stay on the, the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? Well, it's the third person of the Trinity, right? Mm -hmm. And Jesus says that I, when, when he was ready to go to the cross, he was talking to his disciples that when I leave, I will send another. Right. It's an... In, in, even a, from an amazing perspective, he said, I need to go. So you could, so it's so beneficial. beneficial for you guys. And you have to ask yourself, well, why would that be beneficial? Is because the, 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 the Holy Jesus was in a man made body at the, at that time. Right. And he right. can only he influence, right. Where he certainly, where he right. was at the, at that point in right. time and, and so forth. So right. being a man, he was limited by time and space. Right. The Holy Spirit is not. Correct. I mean, he goes into and fro the face of the earth, seeking those that, you know, whose eyes and hearts are tender toward him. It's right. an Old Testament scripture right there, but it's true to this day. Well, it's fulfilled in Jesus' finished work of the cross yeah. that those who would believe, he can then now abide individually in people. Correct. So the, the Holy Spirit can be in all the in, on all of us connected. He, he's a, he's the connector. And he sees all things, knows all things, and reveals all things. Right. And so, and so that's his, his ministry. The ministry of the Holy Spirit is to be in unity with the Father, Son, and with us working together. Well, and to reveal what God has for us, the wisdom, you know, and, and that's why I love John. Uh, really, it starts in John 12, when Jesus starts to talk about the unity of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But it's, you know, specifically in John 16, where we learn more. But, um, you know, Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit, and that he's going to give us one of the same kind. It's basically, Jesus says, it's his spirit to come and dwell in the believers. And also... The Holy Spirit is a helper. So the first thing he says, so let's just read in John 16. So in John 16, 7, Jesus is talking, and again, these are the last words of Jesus, which 
anyone knows that someone's last words before they know they're going to die are the most important. So we want to pay close attention to this. But Jesus says in John 16, verse 7, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, so the first thing he is, is he's our helper. The helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, of sin because they do not know they do not believe in me, of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more, of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, and he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said, he will take of mine and declare it to you. There is a lot in there, but the Holy Spirit is the comforter, the helper, the teacher, the spirit of truth. And those words are really saying that it's the same spirit of Jesus, but it's also, he's your coach. He's, uh, the word is, as Paraclete, is to come alongside. And that is such a beautiful thing is what you're talking about in our daily life. The Holy Spirit is there as we talk with him, as we fellowship with him, as we have that union with him. We can look to him to show us things that we do not know and to reveal. He's the revelator. It's the entrance of the word that brings light and understanding to the simple. And so I love that when we need to have our eyes open to truth, that is his job. Yeah, I, I, I want to cl- clarify a few things, though, from, from my interpretation of, of John, especially when it comes into John 8. Um, it says, when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and judgment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a big one right there. So uh, a lot of people can get very confused about what he's really saying. And and the way I break that down is he's he's there's three there's three types of influencers in the world. There's the believer, there's the non-believer, and there's the enemy. Okay, well you can actually have four the 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 Holy Spirit, correct? But he's not t- Holy Spirit. Jesus is talking about these three. He's gonna the the ministry of the Holy Spirit is targeting. Right. right. And, and if so he's targeting these three entities he's going after the enemy he's 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 going after the non-believer and he's going after the believer right. but if you actually very closely read that when he has come in in verse 8 uh, chapter 16 verse 8 it says he will convict the world of sin of righteousness and of judgment of sin why because they do not believe in me Right. That is the only sin he's out there convicting people of. Correct. And he's and it is since it's the goodness of God by Scripture. Since it's the goodness of God, to to that brings one to repentance. You think he's going to the sinners and beating them, the non-believers? The only sin he's talking about is the non-believer. Right. What's he doing? He's wooing them into the kingdom. Yes. He's convicting their hearts so they would turn toward God. Right. He's not beating the sinner up over the head. Right. He's not condemning them. Right. right? Mm-hmm. God so loved the world that he what? Gave. Gave. So he's wooing them be through his goodness to become, join the family of God. Mm-hmm. He's not, you know, their own hearts will convict them enough. Right. The Holy Spirit's job is not to beat them up, but he's trying to woo them into the kingdom to know Jesus. Um, 
uh, of righteousness because I go to the Father and you see me no more. So what is he doing? He's when he, This is for the believer. Mm-hmm. He's not beating the believer up with sin. Yeah, and this is a big thing that most believers have never been taught. They have a wrong view of the Holy Spirit because of how they've been taught this scripture. Right, so he, now he's talking to the believer about righteousness. So we're, let's say you're a young believer and you're going out and doing stupid, which... You and I were young believers, and we we were out, and there's a lot of old believers that were out and do stupid. But you know what? And then you you have a spouse, like, you know, in our destructive times of our marriage, where, man, Holy Spirit, just get him. Yeah, zap him. Zap him. (laughs) (laughs) Turn or burn. Yeah, turn or burn. That's not his role. Yeah, it's not. he's not doing that. Because, you know, your life follows your focus. And when your focus is righteousness and right standing, you, your, your focus turns away from the sin nature. Right. When you focus on who you truly are, and that's really tied to identity, well, quite frankly. You, the believer no longer has a sin nature, and that's a big one, too, that, boy, we've gotten yeah. over some heated discussions on that with some people. So so the <laughs> sin consciousness in, within the, the, the teachings that, that so permeate Christianity that he's really just trying to flip that script and actually point you to you're righteous yeah and you're holy and you're set apart why because you have his nature and you're born again right and so he's basically hammering home that you're righteous and you're good standing and that Jesus was the propitiation for all sin past present and future correct right so he's 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 getting you to focus on your true nature. That's what the Holy Spirit's job is. Right, because that word convict there means reprove, Correct. to reestablish the value. He's actually convincing you that you are righteous by faith. Yes, and then you go to to judgment. Who is he focusing on the judgment on? The enemy. Correct. Right, because he's already been judged. Yes, he's been so he's defeated. not judging the believer. No. And he's at this point, he's not judging the non-believer. That right. there will be a day for that. Right. Right, his job in the ministry of this current day and age on the earth are those three targets: the believer, the non-believer, and the enemy. Right. Okay, and 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 that's really his ministry, and 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 I just want to know that you know he's not out there trying to show you what how bad you are and and, and the mistakes you've made. He's trying to pick you up off the floor, dust you off, refocus you. And then re-engage you in every area of your life in a very, very positive, good way because it, it that aligns with the nature of God, which is love. Right. We got to pause right here because this can be really shocking to people, and their 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 heads are spinning because they have not been taught this. They are questioning, you know, what we're saying is truth. But again, let's take this down to a practical application. All right, with our boys. Or if you have kids, anyone listening, we don't go around beating our kids up every time they make a mistake. We did, as parents, say, listen, this, if they made a mistake, we would say, listen, you're better than this. This is not who you are. This may be what you did, but it's not who you are. And then we would remind them of who they are, that they have great character, that they're loving and kind, and that they don't hurt people. Like if they would hit each other or, you know, take each other's toys or whatever it was, we would always be reminding them of who they are, not what they did. And this is how God is with us, that it says that he does not remember the believer's sin ever again. That is all put on Jesus on the cross in his death, burial, and resurrection. 
And he only sees you through the blood of Jesus now. And so it's so important that you understand or else you're going to be going to God all the time and saying, God, I, like we did for so long. Oh, God, I blew it again. I messed up. Forgive me. I mean, I was constantly beating myself up saying, forgive me, God. I, I messed up. I yelled at my kids. I wasn't respectful to my husband. I was selfish. I was passive aggressive or whatever the situation was. And one day the Lord just said, Lori, what are you talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about. You are my daughter and whom I'm well pleased. And the Holy Spirit would then remind me of the fruit of the Spirit in me, that my identity is I am love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. That's my true identity. And he was always refocusing me on my identity in Christ. Well, that's a good one. And if you actually go down in chapter 16, verse 13, it says, however, when he, the Spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth mm-hmm. right that mm-hmm. all truth oh. all yeah and 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 what he's going to do in the conversation with you is change your focus right because your life follows your focus mm-hmm. and the all, the truth all truth is part of that all truth is your identity in him right now uh, what i'm hearing you say but i want to be careful to make sure that we discuss this is you're not saying the consequences for our kids went away no no, there were still consequences for their bad behavior. What you're doing is channeling the focus of who they are, reminding them of who they are. Right. Right. So their focus would change and their identity would be solidified in who they are. Because in the end of the day, the more they believe their identity is in God, mm-hmm. the more you're going to be godly. Right. Okay, you're going to follow that type of focus. Right. But when you're in sin conscious, when you're sin conscious and you're just constantly beating you up, you're holding yourself up to a standard and your life is focused on behavioral modification versus that's an that's an outward that's an outward in type living versus an inward out living right and and i think that's the difference and that's how you train that's how we trained our our kids yeah now, yeah there's you know the consequence is still going to be there for their bad behaviors absolutely kids. we're not saying that yeah grace teaches you right <laughs> so what we're doing is planting seeds for their future thought process and that guides them into things and how to become more into how do we grow in the grace of God based on who you truly are and based on how God truly sees you, which is the ministry of the Holy Spirit to to help you mature in that process. Right. Well, in Romans 8, it says, therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So that what walk according to to the the spirit and not according to the flesh. Correct. Exactly. So even when you mess up, you fess up, but God is always wanting to restore you to this is who you are in Christ. And I always say that righteousness is a position. It's a gift of believing in Jesus. It's a fruit, but it's also a position of being in Christ. It, it, it is. And, and, it's, and, that's, and that's part of his ministry is to just continue to help you learn that, mature in that. And and I and I just have to say it again. It, the more you're comp- the more you focus on your 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 behavior and your regrets and your guilt, you're opening up the door for the enemy. Right. Okay. What's the enemy come to do? Steal, Steal kill, and, and destroy. destroy. And he's and he's accuser of what? The brethren. You know, when you open that door up and you're allowing the enemy in, he's just going to beat you up and you're going to beat yourself up. Right. Okay. Right. And that's part of the other ministry of the Holy Spirit. He's there to actually counter that as well. Because right. that's the enemy working and his job is to come in and counter that right. and to, to, to win that battle. Right. And again, 
it's a deep, intimate relationship with the Lord. It's not religious duties of do this or do that. And that's a key thing. And a lot of religion puts things on the believer and makes them lowly. And, you know, I remember being so frustrated in church, many different churches, because we've moved so much, we've been involved with so many different churches. And at the end, the pastor would say, if you need to get right with God, and he's talking to believers, and I would get upset thinking, we're already right with God. And you need to understand, it says, and says, um, uh, oh, I don't have the reference right now, but it says, awake to righteousness and do not sin. For many do not have the knowledge of God. We don't understand that we are made righteous by faith. And so then we just relegate to, oh, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. I'm just a lowly person. I'm like, stop it. That is not who you are. That is what religion has put on people to try and behavior modify, and it doesn't work. It's there does not produce a lasting change. All right, I'm yeah, gonna get fired a, up. A, a, <laughs> no, it's really good because I'm we're passionate your, about it because exactly. we were defeated for so many years because of what religion had taught and wrong. It was not the gospel. It, it, that is, the, the verse you actually referenced was 1 Corinthians 15, 34. Yeah. And it says, To wake to righteousness and do not sin. For some do not have the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. Yeah. He's not saying he's trying to shame you. He's speaking no. it to your shame. Because right. you're sitting in this guilt. Yet what comes from the enemy? Guilt, shame. He's saying this to get you out of shame. Yeah, because that's a trick of the enemy. Yeah, and that, that's Paul, awaken, yes. awaken. And the Holy Spirit's job is to awaken you to the righteousness. Yes. And, and do not sin. Yeah. Again, for some do not have the knowledge of God. And, the, and, and having knowledge in the ministry of the Holy Spirit is now developing a knowledge of God, how he's in your life working for you on your behalf mm-hmm. and who you truly are and not against you to condemn you. Right. And, and as you as that channels your focus, use our kids, for example. We're getting our kids to awaken. They'd mess up. We'd get them to awaken to who their true identity is. So right. moving forward, that the, the bad behavior become less, less, and less because the life follows focus. Mm-hmm. So that's we're really training our kids up in the way really God, the Holy Spirit works in our lives by right. reminding them. Right. And saying this and encouraging them yeah. and, and, and bringing illumination to their true identity and not their fallen na- not to the fallen nature of man. I remember so here's how practically this works out again, because we're very practical application people. Um, I remember when I was still learning about Holy Spirit, and here's again a way the Holy Spirit works in our life. I'm sitting actually in a church service. And hearing the pastor talk about behavior modification and sin consciousness, and I just felt yucky. And inside me, I heard in the depths of my of my heart, awake to righteousness. And I kept hearing, awake to righteousness. And I finally just said, okay, God, are you trying to tell me something? Is that even a scripture? Because I had no clue. And so sure enough, later on, I looked it up, and it was that, that verse, awake to righteousness and do not sin. When you awake to who you are in Christ, you're not going to want to sin. Sin is missing the mark. Let me just talk about sin real quick. Sin is missing the mark. That's what the Bible definition in general means. Like if you were make if you were shooting darts, like when we first met, we played darts and um, we would shoot darts. And... Lori hated to lose, by the way. <laughs> well, you were such a great 
dart thrower and you would get bullseyes all the time so it was frustrating because <laughs> i'm competitive and i like to win yeah, too but you go through three games and you'd quit <laughs> <laughs> well because you won every time um just keeping it real so uh but sin is missing the mark it's just not hitting the bullseye and you know like in case mine you don't even hit the dartboard at times <laughs> i've gotten much better but um but also, too, the Bible says whatever's not done in faith is sin. So I think we tend to categorize these sins as big sins, little sins, and sin is just missing the mark of what God has for you. And when you understand that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus through Jesus' finished work, not your performance, but by simply believing and trusting and just saying, okay, God, just like Jesus had to grow in wisdom and stature, he had to grow in knowing who he was. And he didn't even get filled with the Holy Spirit until he was baptized in the River Jordan. And when the Holy Spirit ascended upon him like a dove, that's when his ministry began. So going back to Pentecost... We cannot do anything without the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus told his disciples they were saved. He had, they had received Jesus as Lord and Savior, but he told them, don't even go do anything until the power of the Holy Spirit has come upon you to be a witness and to then do the good works that God had for them. Well, I think it's important. Um, I have to go to, um, uh, what is it, in Acts, um, where... Chapter one? No, where the disciples say, Have hey, you received the Holy Spirit since oh, you believed? X nineteen. Yeah, it is in it is in nineteen. Verse and I think that's two a, through six. Two through six. I think it's a very important scripture to understand that that you know you can be a Christian and a believer and, and be baptized in water and go through all that, but there's this acknowledgement of receiving the ministry of the Holy Spirit into your life. And I think that's all because a lot of people don't even acknowledge that there's a separate experience on that. Right. And, you know, there's a lot of teaching on that. I don't want to get into the detail because a lot of there's for every 10 teachings, there's 10 different viewpoints. You're just going to have to trust God and trust the Holy Spirit. But I think it's important to acknowledge the Holy Spirit and to embrace his ministry on your life. Yeah. And I think that's really what it is, is, yeah. is, you know, those people at that point knew what Jesus had done. Mm-hmm. They knew his death, burial, and resurrection, but they didn't know that they, they did not under have an understanding of the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And I think that was important why that was called out in chapter 19 of Acts for those people to receive his ministry into their lives so they too could become a power, have the power activated inside them. Yeah, verses two through six are powerful. And it's talking about, you know, that's where the boldness comes from. And it is a separate experience. And our lives changed dramatically when we received, um, it's called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Um I say, I call it your prayer language because it is your spirit praying directly to God's spirit and it bypasses your brain. And there's been a lot of bad teaching on it. Um, We're not going to, just because of time, we're not going to go into the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But if you have questions, you know, please contact me. I minister this a lot to people about their prayer language. And this is the power for you to be a witness and to have that um, revelatory experience of who God is in your day-to-day life and will totally transform you. Um, and uh, so we just want to today just really give you an invitation to know the Holy Spirit, 
know his role and he is your helper, your comforter, your teacher, the spirit of truth. And one of my favorite prayers is simply just saying, Lord, show me truth. And then waiting. And then he will speak to your heart. And, you know, that's where it says in, in Jeremiah 33, 3, I call it God's calling card. It says, um, call to me and I will show you great and mighty things you do not know. Well, that's, that's, the, that's, job the, Holy, that's the Holy Spirit. And we relied so heavily because we, you know, parenting, <laughs> you have to have the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom and to help you. And now we're seeing the fruit of those years with our boys. I mean, they're going to be turning 20 here in a couple months, which is just amazing. Like, how did that even happen? They grew so fast. <laughs> well, they're people wondering how they survived our, our, yeah, our house. <laughs> well, I always say, <laughs> is Holy... that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I say Holy Spirit makes you smart. It and does. we did not know how to be, you know, Christian parents and raise them in an intimate relationship with the Lord. And so I always say your kids will catch it more than be taught it. So when they look at you and your intimate relationship with the Lord, that draws them because it's the goodness of God that draws Changes people. the way people think. And the role of the Holy Spirit is to draw all people to Jesus. So let me just say, I tried to be the Holy Spirit's administrative assistant for many years <laughs> in our marriage. That does not work. It does not work. It does not work. No. That did not bless Fred. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was, that's going back to that dartboard. She was missing the dartboard. She was missing it. A lot of hole, a lot of little, little holes in the back of the wall there, but that's okay. Yeah. That just came out as trying to control him. Let yeah. me just paraphrase that. Does that. Not work. that does For not all you women out there, do not do that. <laughs> God's got a role. God has a certain thing that he does, certain order to do things and he, if you try to get outside that uh, that 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 responsibility role, things tend to go go a little haywire, quite frankly. But anyways, it's just a great topic, and 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 imparting from my perspective, you know, just acknowledge the the ministry of the Holy Spirit, but probably and more importantly, just enjoy Him. Yes. Just spend time of speaking and enjoying Him, because you know, I, yeah, He's got we have, He has it's all because He is dial into the intimacy and the detail of your life down to the deal tell them about and i know we're, we're almost out of time here but just one example when we moved to colorado to go to bible school we had moved all of our our things we sold our house and we moved uh to rent this house in colorado springs to go to um, andrew Womack's karis bible college and you were looking for um, a specific, back then it was a cassette tape. <laughs> and in our hurry, we had just boxed everything up and threw things together. But you were really looking for this specific uh, tape. Well, that's a, uh, that was a great example. But you experienced the ministry of the Holy Spirit in such a very practical and loving way. And I think it's such a beautiful example. So yeah, I was looking through this for a uh, very specific cassette. There was a a, a um, prophetic word given over me that was recorded, handed to me, and we packed it up and and um, you know and through the move, you never know where everything is until about five until you're ready to move again. <laughs> We've moved a lot, <laughs> right? You don't know where everything is until you're ready to move again. Then you go through everything again, right? And the common question, hold on, the common question in our house is, do we have this? And I'll say, yes, yeah, somewhere. Yeah, common answer. <laughs> Uh, anyways, I was looking for this tape all over the house because I really wanted to, because we were studying prophetic words and prophecy in Bible school, and I really wanted to find that word. And I could, I searched the, I thought I searched the whole house, and I mean for days. And finally, I just got frustrated. And I said, I said, you know, Holy Spirit, just 
just show me where this is. I, I just really want this word. If you've given me this word, show me where this tape is. And it's really the, the most, one of the most amazing things in my life. I actually walked upstairs to the top of stairs, turned right, opened up a linen closet, bent down, pulled out this box, reached right in and grabbed the tape. Through the linen towels. Through the linen towels. I mean, I've moved the linen towels. Right. I didn't reach through the linen towels. Well, yeah. It was buried under linen towels. And I just walked up and grabbed it. And it's like, and I had it in my hand. I'm, and I'm looking at it. I couldn't believe what just happened. Because right. he literally came upon me to take me to the tape. Yeah. He led you it to was, it. It was just, I, and I just yelled out the top of my head, says, God, you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and true story. And, and, you know, there's a lot. I Every day you try to, you know, every day presents an opportunity to hear from him and to have an example of this. And and that's just one small example where he came upon me and led me and, and yeah. showed me where it was. And it was pretty power, a very powerful moment for me. And it, 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 his ministry was so real. It, it just the light went on and 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 I've never been the same since and right. how I viewed him and walk with him and talk with him in every situation, whether it's a marriage situation between us communicating whether it's business, whether it's customers, whether it's um, within the, the constructs of, of relationships, family dynamic. Uh, there's not an area of your life he does not care about. There's not one single area that's off limits for him to actually help guide you. And it will be a peaceful guiding. Yeah. It will be, and in, in with opening your heart to him makes your life so much better and so yeah. much richer and so much fuller and so much in your focus. And that takes your focus off all the stupidity that you've done in your life and, and it moves it moves you and he helps move you and mature in your true self and your true identity in christ and allows you to become a light into the world right well and and we even taught that to our kids the fact of if you're needing to find something one of the things they would constantly remind us of when we would say, where is something? They would say, did you ask Holy Spirit yet? <laughs> and we're like, oh, yeah, we got to acknowledge him. So yeah. they were. Our kids were telling us that we'd lose our car keys. And said, did what the kids just, yeah, hey, did you ask Holy Spirit? No. <laughs> <laughs> did it come to that? <laughs> so uh, we're the, out, of the, out of the hearts of pure and innocent children, right? Yeah. So, we, you know, the, the key thing is, is just open your heart acknowledge him you know proverbs 3 5 and 6 we always want to quote that trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding acknowledge him in all your ways and how many ways all direct your steps and so that is where we want to encourage you today to acknowledge holy spirit and if you want the baptism of the holy spirit to receive your own personal prayer language message me. Email me at lori at lauriksnyder.com. I'll have that in the show notes. I would love to help you grow in this experience and um, be able to walk in all that God has for you. So if you're hungry, he wants to fill you. So that is what we're going to end with today. We just pray this blesses you. We would appreciate you sharing this podcast with anyone that you know that wants to grow deeper in their intimate relationship with the Lord. They want to discover and activate their identity in Christ. Maybe they're having a difficult marriage or difficult relationship situation. That is something that we are stepping more into um, because we have overcome so many difficulties and we want to help other people get set free and really have the joy and the life that Jesus came to give them. So until next time, we bless you. <laughs>